if you have the ability to feed your soul and feed your family or feed yourself with work you love, it's worth whatever you have to do to make that happen. It's really worth that leap. If you don't have that option, it is absolutely worth a leap of finding a way to express yourself and work in some contribution that reflects who you are. That's Brene Brown. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today as we have one of our most popular speakers back on the show with another amazing life lesson for us. So the past two episodes have been about going after our dreams and our passions and our goals, which is great. But I really resonated with today's message by Brene, and I think that it'll resonate with you as well because Brene is talking about the same thing that Gary Vaynerchuk spoke about in Tuesday's episode and Steve Harvey spoke about in Monday's episode, but she does it in a way that's much more gentle, and much more feasible. She's actually imploring us to be be more self-expressive and to be more self-creative without it necessarily being attached to a specific goal. To just do it because we wholeheartedly enjoy it. Here's Brene Brown. Enjoy. The best way I can talk about this is that men and women who are wholehearted do work that they care about. They feel a sense of purpose and passion around their work. Let me tell you what that does not mean. That does not mean that they go to the jobs every day that they have that pay for their mortgage or their rent and their cars and their groceries and feel deep meaning and purpose around that work. What that means is if they do have jobs every day that pay the bills, that they don't feel deep purpose and meaning around. They do other things in addition to that. And there's a great book. It's not in print anymore, which is unfortunate. I reference it a lot in here. I saw her speak and I got very interested because it fits so much with my data. And it's called The Slash Career. And she talked about people, a longshoreman who was also a documentary filmmaker, a rabbi who was also a rapper, an accountant who was also a jeweler. So one of the things I saw in my work around the wholehearted is that a lot of them either had full-time careers that were very meaningful for them. They loved what they did. They found passion and purpose in what they did, or they had slash careers. Um, And I remember speaking to someone once, and the story is in The Gifts, where she gave me a pair of earrings. And I said, you're an amazing jeweler. I love these. And she said, I'm not really a jeweler. I'm an accountant. I'm a CPA. 
And I said, well, I'm wearing your earrings. And she's like, yeah, but I don't make money doing that. I mean, I don't make that much. This is my career as I'm an accountant. And I said, but you're also a jeweler. She said, I am a jeweler. And I said, so you're an accountant and you're a jeweler. And she said, I am an accountant and a jeweler, but I don't ever say that because we only get to be what makes money. And I think that's a real problem in our culture. There are, there are a small number of people who have managed to be able to feed their souls and feed their families on their work. But there are a lot more people who have found a way to do something they love or be a part of something they love that's driven by purpose and meaning in addition to work that they have. And for a lot of people like her, I didn't ask her this, but certainly that's creativity. And I would imagine for her, it's play. I mean, how many of you are familiar with Etsy? So for those of you who are not, Etsy.com, it's a place where you can sell your homemade wares. If you're a jewelry person, if you knit socks and scarves, if you sell paintings, photographs. And the interesting thing about the Etsy demographic is the majority of people who sell their goods on Etsy have full-time employment that that is not related to what they're selling on Etsy. But they have found a way to cultivate meaningful work in what they do. Another great example of this are the people who volunteer. You know, yes, all day, I am a lawyer. And and there's some purpose in that and there's some meaning, but mostly it's a really great job and I'm good at it. But what I really love is I run the Habitat for Humanity project for my corporation. What I think is really important is that we find a way to cultivate meaningful work in our lives. The gremlin there is letting go of supposed to. You know, work is supposed to suck. You're supposed to be miserable. And I don't think we have to find our entire you know, buffet of joy and happiness at work. I don't, and I love what I do. I mean, I really love what I do, but some of it's just hard. I mean, I just turned in a book and let me tell you, that is like, I don't know, I think it was Emily Dickinson that said like, cut your vein open and tweeze every word out of your you know, <laughs> blood or something. Whatever it was, it was not graphic enough <laughs> to describe the process for me. Um, like I can't stand it. It's horrible. I mean, can you imagine? You have to write in total isolation. You realize that, right? And I write about connection in total isolation. All I can tell you about writing for me is that, I, have, how many of you have done the tour in Alcatraz with the audio? Okay, it's the best tour, isn't it? It's incredible. So you go through the Alcatraz. If you go to San Francisco, it's not cheesy. It's so great. So you go to Alcatraz, you take the tour, you wear this audio, and the people narrating it are former guards and prisoners. Oh, it's just, but one of the things that they say that was so heartbreaking for me was that on New Year's Eve and those kind of nights, they were in their cells and they could hear the music and the laughter from San Francisco. That's how I feel when I'm writing. This is why I'm telling this story because I am locked away in my study and I hear my children laughing and I hear Steve like laughing with them and they're cooking dinner and I'm like, therefore, comma, you know, so there are parts of my work that I hate. How many of you have parts of your work that you intensely dislike? Alcatrazzy dislike. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I also find incredible meaning in my work. And so if you're on the fence about if you have the ability 
to feed your soul and feed your family or feed yourself with work you love. It's worth whatever you have to do to make that happen. It's really worth that leap. If you don't have that option, it is absolutely worth a leap of finding a way to express yourself and work in some contribution that reflects who you are. And you have the right to do that even if you don't make any money and you have to carve away time from the rest of your life to do it. If you wanna make candles and sell them on Etsy, we have the right to say, you know what? I'm sorry, kids, I can't do that tonight. Tonight's candle making out in the garage. I've gotta get four new candles on Etsy. And this is a huge issue between partners. And then your partner looks at you and says, you sell those candles for $10. I'll give you $40, come back in the house. (laughs) Really, I mean, you talk, about, you talk about men and women who are trying to cultivate these careers and they're judged on what we talked about, productivity, money. And it's not about the $40, right? It's about the, you know, you keep the $40. Oh, actually, buy me some dinner with the $40 and bring it out to the garage because I'm going to be making my candles because this is a part of who I am and how I express myself. You know, and we get to ask for that. We get to say, no, this is not play for me. This is my work. I'm a candle maker. And I get to make four of these a month. And I'm going to make them. And I need you to honor and respect that because it's part of who I am. And we have the right to ask for that. And we have to let go of the gremlin that says, You're only supposed to do things that make money. You're not supposed to take time away from other people to do things that are frivolous and not revenue generating, that don't make sense, that are flaky or artsy. Or, you know, I told my motorcycle club I was gonna do the books for them. I'm the treasurer for the motorcycle club. Oh my God, you and your motorcycle club. You know, come on, you're a landscaper. You're not an accountant. You don't need to do the books. It's part of my work. It's important to me, love writing with these guys. I'm the treasurer, I'm gonna go do my books. It's important, it's part of who we are. Big thanks to Brene Brown for stopping by and her take home message is to be more self-creative and to be more self-expressive. Whether it be to replace your job and make it your living or to do it on the side or just do it for the sake of doing it because it brings you joy and a sense of peace and a sense of purpose. And as I said in the intro before the clip, I really resonated with this message because I'm currently living it myself. I have a full-time job and this podcast is a form of my expression. This is what I've always been passionate about. It brings me immense pleasure. It brings me immense joy. It, it makes me feel like this is my purpose. And honestly, I have yet to earn any income from starting this podcast. I mean, we'll see what the future holds, but even if I never earned a penny, I'd still likely be doing the same thing I'm doing right now because it gives me that feeling of fulfillment. So do what you feel will fulfill you and fill up your cup and make you feel like you have this sense of purpose, this sense of joy, whether or not you make any money from it.
If you'd like to connect with Brene, you can go to her website, brenebrown.com. That is also her Instagram and her Twitter. And her most recent book is entitled Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connection and the Language of Human Experience. And I got this clip from an Audible program, which you can find on audible.com. It's by Sounds True, and it is entitled The Power of Vulnerability Teachings of Authenticity, Connection, and Courage. And if you are interested and you happen to listen to this this part of the talk, you can go to session number six, which I believe is the last session in the Audible program. And if you'd like to hear more talks with Brene, you can go to the show description where there'll be a list of all the previous episodes that she's been featured on the show. And she has some of the most popular episodes that we've had on the podcast. The last two that comes to mind are episode 212 and 320. So you can check out those as well as the many others that she had on the show prior to that. All right. If you like the show, please don't forget to follow, share, and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and a review on Apple Podcasts. I truly, truly appreciate you taking out the time to do that. And also, you can head over to Instagram and follow me there at The Depression Detox Show, where you can see daily inspirational reels from all your favorite speakers. And I actually made a reel with Brene talking about today's subject a few weeks ago. So you can head over there and go check that out. All right, that is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.